Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green with JT After Hours. You know, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Everybody, welcome to After Hours here on uh, Grilling at the Green. That's me, uh, your host, Jeff Tracy, with Jim Dodson, my friend from North Carolina. Great author. Um, he's written about 435 books and uh, 1,237,315 articles. And uh, he's an encyclopedia on lots of stuff. But truthfully, he's one of the best best golf writers Um I don't want to crown you the best because I don't want it to go no, to your no. head, but you know, no, well, yeah, well, you're, you're doing that. We know the truth. We know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, we got the masters coming up here next week, or actually is this show will be airing this, this weekend and the masters will be going. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, a friend, awesome, yeah. friend of mine here, Jim at the radio station said, I said, Hey, his name's Jeff. Also, I said, "Hey, Jeff, don't forget. You know, you got the Masters coming up." He just turned around to me and he gave me that kind of deadpan look, and he goes, "Who'd have ever thought that we'd have the Masters in November?" And he turned back around to his computer, and I thought, "He's right. Yeah. Who the hell ever thought of that?" Well, it's the right of, it's the right of spring, right? It's All right. Like, that's he put it there intentionally because the old nursery where he built Augusta National was on the side of it was a, the nursery that would come alive with his areas. And that really set the tone for it for his entire season. He wanted it to be a boutique tournament that was an invitational and uh he created it. And you know, it's been it's been the right of spring forever since it, since the mid thirties. So yeah, I I guess you know, I would add I would just say who whoever imagined we'd have a year like we're having. Uh, yeah. Not not since <clears throat> excuse me, not since the last apocalypse have we had anything this weird. <laughs> You know, exactly. It's, yeah. I mean, I think the hardest part is missing people. I have so many people that we normally have to dinner and we spend time with. And, you know, uh, there's a there's a place up in the Blue Ridge Mountains an hour and a half away here uh, in Greensboro, where we live. Uh, that, that has a Floyd, Virginia is famous for its bluegrass Friday night. And, oh, my gosh, there's this rocking kind of hall up there and it's great country food and funny farmers and uh, bluegrass hipsters and these amazing music. I mean, Steve Martin shows up every now and then, but, you know, and it, yeah. they had to cancel it. It just hasn't run. And, and those were Friday nights I loved. We would go up there, you know, it's just such a fun trip. You know, they're none of those, none of those things. I mean, I've, I have traveled working on my latest book on the great wagon road a bit, but even then it's just putting the mask on and talking to people, you know, visiting with subjects and, 
not a lot of activity. And I think that's the thing I miss. I mean, I even miss going to church on Sunday mornings. You know, I'm an early church kind of guy. I love to go there and sit in the quiet and listen to something, listen to old hymns and music. And Sure. And uh, so, you know, my garden has provided about the, the most comfort for that. Uh, I do have played much more golf this year, which is good, uh, unless you've seen my scores. And um, <laughs> But it's been fun. To, I got myself fitted for a new set of clubs. Yay. Uh, moving, made, switching to graphite shaft and, uh, for the first time. And I like the club. They're really the Mizunas. They're really good. Anyway, I think this year has changed our lives in ways large and small and in ways that we will, we will not yet know. And um, I think it's an interesting time for sure. Oh, I think it's a tremendously interesting time. Um, and, and, you know, away from the politics, I mean, I just think the, the social fabric of golf has changed. That's a big bunch of words right. there, but it really has. Um, yeah. You know, we've seen over the, especially over the last 10, 15 years, we were talking in the regular show, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, you had Norman and Faldo and, you know, so on and so forth. And then Tiger came and now you've got guys you know, Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy and these guys um, coming in from Europe, they pretty much reside here anymore, but they, yeah, they yeah. still play in Europe a lot. And, you know, I don't know if we could have really foreseen that 25 years ago. I'm not sure. Well, golf, yeah, golf goes above, you know, that corporate level that really fuels the PGA tours and the tours generally it just grew so exponentially large. And so you know, the, we are really a global nation in terms of golf now. Although, you know, what I've always been, I mean, I've always loved the amateur scene and the real characters of the game of golf. But, but one of the things I think you know, as it, as it relates to the masters this weekend, it's going to be interesting to me. First of all, there, there won't be the Isaiah's in bloom. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like there may be a, a, a new England version of a nor'easter happening, you know, down there because the, uh, this this uh, tropical storm is apparently going to be blowing right over stall over Augusta, Georgia. So it's liable to be pretty interesting watching them trying to hit some shots on you know with a fifty mile an hour wind. Um, it's going to be very different. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that uh, a lot of norms are going to be changed. I think uh, one thing I do like about golf, professional golf, right now is there's a, there's a lot of players that seem to have a lot of fun playing. And I think during the Tiger years, one of the things I and other, some of my writer colleagues just used to talk about was nobody seemed to have much fun. They were all chasing Tiger. And so it was just this, you could see the stress on them, you know, and they, Bill Mickelson once joked, ruefully joked to me, you know, he said, we were all playing for second. Um, it, but now, you know, I really think it started kind of with Day and Ricky Fowler and, and even, uh, you know, uh, there's so many of these, even most of, you know, top to bottom, there's a lot of players that really seem to really enjoy, love playing golf uh, professionally. And, uh, and they're entertaining to watch. So I think golf is, is enjoying a kind of a nice low-level renaissance. And of course, the fan level, where golf courses are recording twenty and thirty percent increases in the number of people coming out to play, that's a big golden retriever that's insisting to go in the house. So, <laughs> get up, good men. Uh, hey, dude, they, they don't want to. Nobody wants to hear you. Come on, okay. Um, 
so you know one of the things that that, that happens i think is the game is renewing itself, replenishing itself at the grassroots, you know, and and I think that's very good. I think that's that's you know I think golf is in the pretty healthy of every sport you can name. Golf is probably maybe horseshoes is doing better, but but the, <laughs> you know it's outdoors, it's in nature. People are discovering the joy of walking again. I understand from a a, a guy at our club buyer that walking bags are, are exploding. They can't make them. You got a couple guys that make bags right there in Portland. Yep. Uh, Jones bags and I think somebody else and they're they're they're, they're pumping out walking bags like nobody's business. You can't you, going back. Yeah, you back can't find place. one in any of the golf shops, really. Um, yeah. So you know I, I years ago, nineteen two thousand fourteen, I was asked to give the keynote speech for the reopening of the Pinehurst resort that had finished the the renovation core in Crenshaw and it was in anticipation of the the double open, you know, the women's and men back to back. And, and there was a lot of concern. I was asked to talk about the future of golf, which is always a little intimidating and kind of almost a silly thing. And I, but I said to these people, good. And these are my friends and neighbors. I said, guys, this is a 400 year old game that has survived world wars. Uh, I even said pandemics, plagues, um, uh, depressions of every sort, uh, economic recessions. It will still always be around. There will be seven percent of the American population that plays golf forever and loves it, and it probably shouldn't rise up to like eleven percent, which I think is what it, somebody told me it did. You know, yeah, uh, it's got to be played by people who 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 see its value as. Uh, and of course, the tournament tournament world's entirely different. And Barney Adams used to say to me that the top of when you look at professional golf, the glittering peak you see above the water of the iceberg is shiny, catching all the sunlight. That's the tour. The real thing is below, but that tour really does drive, you know, the stars of the game. I mean, everybody wants to know who's playing what clubs and what ball. I mean, there's a reason they do those statistics because they translate into sales. Yep. Uh, You know, we all want to be like somebody, you know? Yeah. I've, I've, I think, I'm jerking on. I'm trying to be like Porky Oliver, by the way. Uh, <laughs> who was famous at the Masters? And this is a true story. She was famous at the Masters. This must have been about 37 or 38, um, or maybe it was 39 when Byron won. Any in any case, I think Byron won 37. Uh, Porky. In those days, there was no on-course restaurants, and Porky really had to go. He was famous for drinking a few beers at the break. And he got out on, I think it was the 12th hole, famous par three. Um, and he really, really had to go. And the fans, you know, were not sitting there behind the golf course green. You know, that's the banks of azaleas. I don't know what sure. was there in the 30s, but it was wood. And Porky went to the back of the green, and it down slopes, if you recall. And he, st- <laughs> he stretched out on his side with his back to the <laughs> gallery up by the tee, unzipped, and relieved himself <laughs> now two people who really know Augustus told me that's an absolutely true story and I, I think Arnold confirmed it too I don't know it's uh isn't that great I just I love Porky Oliver oh <laughs> Any players named, named Porky is still I think, yeah maybe. well I'm I'm right there with the guy you know I don't know about laying down because I might have trouble getting up anymore but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well what a clever way he didn't you know it, 
they were, and I, 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 you got They didn't have commentators in those days. You could just imagine a commentator. What is he doing? He's yeah. on his side, yeah. the back of the green. Yeah. Well, today they'd be going. Well, the slope and the range on that is four three <laughs> degrees. You know, and and the wind factor and, and uh, oh, yeah, no. doing that. Do you feel like you've come home, Jim? Oh my gosh, yes. I I really love. You know, I, I love doing the arts magazines I did for years, have done for years and just left last week. And I'm still going to be involved as a, you know, kind of crusty old advisor, finding writers and bringing in young people. And But, yeah, I mean, I really love uh, golf has always been a, 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 a place, a world that I felt uh, I've, yeah, I've met my best friends in the world of golf. That's to say it, it's simply that. And, and I think people who love the game and travel in it, find those people i mean just think of all the times you've met people on you know in the world of golf and you just discovered a real friend and uh that's how i met you yeah you know we're it's it's a game no one plays it well (laughs) or let's say great i mean nobody's there's a lot of people who play it decently um and there's a lot of good players and i think there's a there's a new generation of young players who are very devoted to it playing well uh but someday they'll realize the real value of golf is the friendships you make and the relationships you build through the game and, and the fun you have. I mean, it's everything, anything can happen on the golf course and in cases like yours and mine, they almost all you do. <laughs> well, look at Porky Oliver. I mean, you know, anything can happen. Porky. Yeah. <laughs> I just want another player named Porky. I just think that's just a perfect name, you know, I'm uh, maybe pork swap. Yeah, you know, well, maybe Stadler, the Walrus, was closest we we might yeah, that, get. That, where are those guys? I'm, that that you know that was the one thing about being our age. There were a bunch of those guys, you know, and you could go back to Chichi and you could do, but there but there were there were colorful, you know, most of those guys. You know, I grew up following at the Greater Greensboro Open were real characters. They didn't have gurus. They didn't have teachers. You know, they taught themselves or they sat around on 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 month, Thursday night you know, sharing tips in the bar, you know, yep. uh, I met several players like that, you know, Hogan and Mangrum were, were famous for, for, uh, avoiding those, those groups. And then Hogan, you know, he taught himself, he, he, he just taught himself. Uh, but a lot of the other players, Arnold told me, you know, he, they would have these seminars on, you know, they'd travel all by car and that was the game. I mean, that was, they were vagabonds. They didn't really have a lot of make a lot of money. Uh, they were traveling by car to get to a place, and they they had some fun and drank a lot and had had uh, and, and tapped each other's brains about you know a, 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 some some swing tip or well with Henry Pickard <clears throat> for years he, he solved so many players' problems by counseling them on their golf swings. You know, you know if you look at even back in the 50s and 60s, which for our kids, that is ancient history. For us, it was kind yeah. of part of our lives, even though we were both born in the it 50s. Was. You know, it was like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you look at that and you say, you know, Ben Hogan won uh, the Western Classic in Portland. Right. And his check was uh, $333. That won't even you buy you a money. really good pair of golf shoes today. No, true. And he needed that money, by the way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 I know. Uh, It was. It just. Uh, It's. It's. Um. It's impressive how far the game has come. 
Um, yeah. You know, and the one thing I will always like about it is that, you know, we still have people out there in their 80s and 90s playing. Um, yeah. You know, enjoying it. Maybe they're not playing 36 a day, but they might be playing nine, but they're still doing it. Yeah. And that's the cool part. Yeah, and I think, I think that's absolutely one of the virtues of the game. It, it's the game you can play your whole life and, uh, you know, uh, on whatever level. And so I I go out now and I over to our, the club near here where actually Sneed won seven of his eight Greater Greens record, great Greater Greens records, and it's a tough old course. And they'll be, I play with a group that has a couple guys and there's three of them in their 70s. And they're just, you know, they, they just love the game and they love the friendships. And, you know, there's a friendly little, everybody has, a, there's like a $5 on in the pot and two group, you know, two groups. And sure. It's just fun. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, they, it gives them so much and they, they look forward to that every week and they solve the problems of the world in three hours. You know, and you can't. What, what game lets you do that? Nothing else. Not, well, not even horseshoes because they got that constant clanging going. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You get dirty. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get. Um, I mean, you get more sweaty unless it's a hundred degrees and it's the middle of summer. But you know, horseshoes will make you sweat. I'll bet. So, one last question, Jim. One last yeah. question. What is Dame Wendy? And for those folks who don't know, Jim's wife's name is Wendy. Uh, she's earned the title Dame Wendy. Um, he doesn't yeah. have to explain that now. But what I want him to ta- tell us about is what does she think? Because I know she's been coaxing you, and that's a very yeah. loosely yeah. kind term <laughs> <laughs> for her efforts yeah. uh, the last couple of years. So what does she think of all this now? Oh, I think she's been real happy to have me a, a little more. Uh, I won't say underfoot because she's the vice president of college and she's, she's not going to retire anytime soon. And, and I'm not retiring, but I think she's glad. I, I love, you know, I have my office in the garage and over the garage in the back. I have, I wanted 15 acres to build a new post and beam house and design it and do all the work myself. She said, no, we're moving to your old neighborhood where you grew up. <laughs> you have a quarter <laughs> acre yard to work on. She's afraid she'd find me face down in the hosta bushes. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm out in the garden now weeding, spot weeding as I walk around. And it's like being on a golf course. It's in nature. I love, and I think that's what I love really most about golf. And I've been so lucky to play, be able to go uh, literally almost around the world, New Zealand, uh, Australia, uh, all over America and Europe and great golf courses and you know the, it's uh, the game is the same in a way everywhere and uh i love that quality about the game uh there is no other game like that that has that that quality so i find great contentment uh, almost a zen buddhism thing uh being alone on the golf course i'll play i love to play by myself just to end them with my friend arnold palmer and and uh and my friend jeff tracy you know very yeah. well it's uh it's good. Wendy's very happy. Uh, she knows that I worked really hard on these magazines and I love, I, I want to write more books. Um, and so she's very happy that I've made the decision to sort of, uh, I handed it off to my protege and she's fantastic. So the magazines are going to be fine. Um, uh, but I'm really glad to not be, have to run anything except 
make it up the steps to my garage office. <laughs> that's, about that's my commute these days. There you go. Well, one thing I know about Jim, <clears throat> I can uh, I can get up at five thirty in the morning our time, or or I can actually call him before I go to bed some nights at two o'clock in the go. morning. That's the, that's the yeah, and he's yeah, already up it. back there. He's working. Yeah, he, he's done that. Jim can't th- break the habits. Can't break those old habits, you know. No, but sometimes in the dead middle of winter, I wish I could like. Besides, you know, when the the internal clock goes off at five in the morning, I yeah. wish I could like go. Yeah. I'd really like to go to seven today. You know, just just <laughs> today to seven. No, not going to happen. So. Yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. Anyway, Jim, thank you for being with us today, folks. Uh, we appreciate you listening. You look for. Uh, Jim's new column in Global Golf Post. Look it up online. You get a free subscription. Sign up for that. You got there's a paid version too, but you can get a little notice and you can read stuff um, yep. and yep. Uh, read Jim's articles in there, and it'll be great. But uh, thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Always, my friend. We'll be back next week with another edition of um, Grilling at the Green After Hours. Until then, take care. Be nice to somebody and have a good week.